0: Hey, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another one-on-one podcast. And with me today, I have Tom Libretto, who's CMO at Pega Systems. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Kim. Um, now you're a fairly recent uh, joiner at, at Pega, although the company you were just telling me has been around some thirty years. So maybe we should start with your background, then talk a little bit more about the company's background.
1: Yeah, sure. Can where, do.
0: where did you come from?
1: So, I, uh, prior to Pega Systems, I was at J.P. Morgan. Uh, and prior to J.P. Morgan, Nokia, and prior to Nokia, IBM. So I started my career in the technology industry, particularly in in software, enterprise software, uh, and and found myself in a number of roles across that uh, across that industry over time. Um, really got into the digital transformation space okay. at Nokia, um, as Nokia was going through a. Uh, a, a transition itself to become more of a software company as opposed, software and services company as opposed to just a handset player. So that was my first foray into into digital, so to speak um, and, and the whole marketing side of digital uh, Then parlayed that into a an opportunity at J.P. Morgan where I was brought into a new role to head digital
0: transformation for, for the bank. Oh, that sounds like a, a big challenge. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, the, the, is your original background in, in software development?
1: Uh, a little bit self-taught, but the the coders um, try to keep me away from the, <laughs> the code management system as much as they can. Um, but but I've I've always been in uh, very close to the products themselves right. in in sales overlay functions, technical sales, um, marketing, product marketing, um, and then, you know, I've, I've sort of done tours through all of the traditional marketing disciplines. Got
0: it, okay. So, what was the appeal of Pega? What what were the opportunities you saw there?
1: Oh, I loved it. It was, um, you know, to me, it was a perfect storm of going back to my heartland, which is enterprise software, mm-hmm. um, into a a company that is that has been on a a pretty rapid growth trajectory for for the past decade, um, itself going through a transformation from more uh, historical back-office automation um, types of solutions into front-office CRM, which is, i would always been on the buyer side of of that type of technology and those types of solutions. Um, So it's something that I know. um, I I was really attracted by the, the power of the technology that Pega has built and continues to build um, so, you know, for me, perfect storm of product, the, the profile of the company, um, and, its, and its opportunity moving forward, um, and a and a chance to, to sort of practice my craft, which is sure. marketing.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the company's development. Obviously, you've been around for five months. So I don't expect you to be the corporate memory for, <laughs> for Peggy, but, uh, I, you know, I'm familiar with it in the context of business process management, business development management, that kind of thing, but it sounds like... That remains an offering, but there's more of a focus on, as you said, things like CRM these days.
1: Sure. Yeah. So the the, the offerings um, across the product portfolio have expanded, you know, pretty significantly over um, over the last you know the last decade or so. Um, historically, Pega was and continues to be the leader in business process management, case management, and is recognized. We're recognized so by um, by all the the you know the leading analyst outlets um the but, but a determining factor for us a few years ago or an inflection point was that all of the things that make um businesses Run um, in the back office, and all of the capabilities that our products afford them to automate um, and and manage in a in a compliant and streamlined way. Those business processes in the back office are the same exact things that front office entities are dealing with. Interesting. Um, yeah. From a I need to get I need to get you know marketing activities spun up faster um, and more targeted and out into the right audiences. or I need my sales teams to be more effective. You know, at the front end of the sales process, the back end of the sales process customer service and you know the, the desire to be more efficient um, and, and you know reduce reduce wait times etc mm-hmm. all while providing um, increased levels of customer experience so mm-hmm. those the dimensions of what what made us really good in the back office are now are now helping us lead in the front office
0: I, I find that very interesting because it seems to me that a number of the brands who have entered the digital marketing sales, support space have come from places where they were originally at home, if you like. Adobe came from the analytics surrounding its creative right. uh, content. Salesforce came from CRM. And now is coming from its back office systems and entering that space. Yeah, absolutely. So um, CRM now seems to be an important part of the offerings. That is a very competitive space. So... What does Pega offer there?
1: Well, we have um, we have a, a set of traditional products for for different front office buying centers. So We have a marketing automation product, Pega Marketing. Mm-hmm. We have Pega Sales Automation. We have Pega Customer Service that are sort of the three pillars. And then underpinning all of those is what we call our Customer Decision Hub, uh-huh. which is our which is our decisioning engine, um, you know, also known as AI. Um, adaptive and predictive analytics capabilities that then provide next-best actions into the sales um, automation system, into our marketing automation platform, or into a customer service um, you know, a desktop, for example.
0: Right, so it's baked in across the three... Across the unified companies.
1: CRM suite, that's right.
0: And uh, I saw, I get the date right, Is it this week or just last, I think it's this week, um, an announcement of new AI and robotics capabilities Right. Um, so, it, is this a new space to be entering?
1: Not, not, not so much new. Um, we acquired a, a company called OpenSpan last year, mm-hmm. um, that is that was was and continues to be a leader in a robotic desktop automation and robotic process automation, more at the at the platform or business process level, right. automating cases as they go through a a, a specific predefined process. Um, What we've done post that acquisition is integrate all of that capability directly into our different application environments. So now you can take advantage of higher levels of automation driven by predictive models or adaptive analytical models within a customer service use case, within a Salesforce um, guided selling use case, within a a marketing one-to-one targeting Use case. Okay. Um, so all of those capabilities now, as opposed to just being at the platform level, are now wired directly into into these front office applications
0: themselves. Okay, understood. Um, could you talk? I don't want to get too deeply under the hood and into the technical stuff, but talk a bit about what robotics means in this context. Because we're all familiar with AI and machine learning, or at least I guess we should be by now. Mm-hmm. What, what's what's the robotics angle?
1: Robotics is is really about moving work through. Uh, through a workflow, um, in in increasing the automated ways, um, so reducing the the amount of time or hops that a a case needs to needs to go through that requires manual intervention. So a lot of those things can be relegated to um, to rules that are that are determined within the robotics um, interface. <laughs> so that those those processes become more and more streamlined and less prone to manual intervention or manual error. Right. Um, so that's from from our point of view, robotics from a, in a software sense, not in a hardware sense, mm-hmm. is about moving work through the system faster and more automated.
0: And is there a a self learning element to this? There is
1: with the combination of our AI system, our our customer data hub. Um, all of that, you know, that work as it materializes and, and progresses through a, a business process. Um, depending on what paths it takes and how many people touch it or interact with it, or how many systems interact with it, the our, our adaptive analytical models will learn how to improve the next time that thing happens.
0: Got it. Um, give me a sense of what Pegas customer base is. What what kinds of businesses are you? Are, are you selling these systems to
1: typically large enterprises? Um, so we we look at the global three thousand in terms of you know similar profiles, mm-hmm. um, large, historically large IT organizations, multinational, complex business processes to solve, um, you know, big, you know, large install bases or customer bases or consumer bases in B two C and B two B themselves. So it tends to be the you know the the global three thousand that are that are in our wheelhouse.
0: And I, again, spend too much time on on other companies, but one's aware that Salesforce, for example, Mm -hmm. had uh, access to um, a lot of potential clients for its marketing and sales offerings because they'd already bought into CRM. Is there an analogy there that PEG is already, if you like, inside the house with its business development, business process, Offerings, and that gives you an opportunity to showcase the, these other uh, options. To Absolutely, you? I
1: mean, we find ourselves, um, you know cross-selling and upselling within our existing customer base every single day, um, and radiating our brand. That again, you know, historically has been used by these big enterprises for for business process management and case management use cases. Um, that that absolutely helps us penetrate other buying centers within those entities, um, particularly in the front office. All right.
0: And obviously, as CMO, this must be um, uh, the right word. This must be on your roadmap to get Pega known as more than. Business development, Absolutely. business process, for
1: sure, for sure, and and look, we you know we're we're in a transition to um, you know to being a you know a a a CRM first company. Yeah. Um, we our roots are you know are really strong in the BPM space. Half of our business, roughly, right now is now coming from from CRM. So right. we we have made that transition. We've sort of turned the corner. Um and, and are being recognized not just by our customers but in you know the leadership quadrants of all the you know all the analysts um across both BPM case management and the specific CRM um CRM area. So the products are just outstanding. Um our you know and and my you know my mission now is to is to is to make more people aware of, of just how good those products are.
0: Okay. Um but, kind of a, a footnote, I did notice reading the release there was an emphasis on AI and robotics in the context of desktops is is mobile further down the roadmap for you?
1: No, uh, mobiles uh, a core part of our offering. It is okay. So mobile interfaces in you know that that again allow people to interact with either a process, a sales event, a marketing event, a service event um, is is you know is is available in any format on any any screen
0: size. Got it. Um, and. What do you see coming down the road? any any big things you can you can talk about? Uh,
1: we We continue to advance our products. We have a our our user conference coming up on uh, uh, June fourth through seventh in Las Vegas. Um, lots of lots of interesting product announcements we'll make there. Um, we've you know as as the hype cycle around AI and robotics yeah. is starting to crest. Um, that's you know it's something that we've been doing for years. Um, our technology is um, you know is has been implemented in those two camps and and together in an integrated way, in many many tens of companies. Um, so we'll continue to talk about that. We'll continue to advance our product portfolio in those areas, um, particularly as you know as all of those all of those sort of front end use case um, or front office types of use cases. Um, need to get smarter and smarter and smarter. Um, and we feel we have a, a really unique, compelling
0: value proposition there. I, th- I think that is um, a challenge for anyone in this space at the moment is putting across a clear and differentiating message about AI offerings because, as you can imagine, almost everyone I speak to now sure. has AI, <laughs> yeah. AI. But that may just show that the way the, the market is moving, that if you don't have AI or you're not on the way to... Um, Putting AI into the mix of what you're offering, then, then you're kind of behind the crest, aren't you? I, I
1: think you are. I think, and and it is one of those terms that that tends to be defined in many, many different ways. For us, um, and and the you know, the, the uh, an acquisition we made several years ago um, of a firm called Cordian, um, we're really pioneers in the decisioning space. So as decisioning has evolved, and uh, adaptive analytical models and modeling itself has become. Um more of a mainstream capability within lots of different applications yeah. <clears throat> um, we've been you know we have not just been keeping pace, we've been leading and pioneering a lot of that um, in the in the enterprise software space, um, so our customer decision hub is is without a doubt the recognized leader both with customers and analysts in the
0: enterprise AI space okay, and just one last question it's kind of an old one, but I never like to assume anything. Are we talking about in, uh, exclusively cloud-based offering, or is it on-prem as well?
1: No, I think another one of our another one of our unique differentiators is what we call cloud choice. Mm-hmm. So enterprises, um, you can implement our software in any number of ways: on-premise, in our cloud, the Pega Cloud, in any one of the the, the public clouds, right. or within their own private DevOps cloud environment, or any hybrid thereof. So companies have unlimited flexibility in working with us, um, and, and, and we're finding that, that is a, you know, that's a really important differentiator for us um, as, as you know, large enterprises are loath to lock into sure. one particular implementation path.
0: That is unusual. Okay. Well, Tom, thank you for this introduction to the world of PEGA for our, for our listeners anyway, and uh, it's been great talking to you. Yes,
1: thank you, Kim. I enjoyed it.
0: And everyone, look out for the next one-on-one podcast.